0: Kiss my father and mother goodbye, and he said to them, and then I will come I so with you. With that. So, girl. And that's in verse 20 there. Mm-hmm. What I want to quickly explain here is that these are two men, two great powerful men. In fact, Elijah is one of the two people that never experienced death. Okay? Elijah is one of the people that did not experience death. Death. So he's one of the people that was chosen who walked with God, and God did not even allow him to experience death. He took him up before death came. Okay, so, and that was, I think, very significant, because Jesus himself has to experience death. But Elijah did not. Elijah did not. And Elijah is a young man. He chose to prepare to pass on the mantle. Why am I talking about this? Because I'm talking to the church and the people of God to be here to move to the next level. In other words, I'm expecting the church to grow up. Hello? Not just Pastor Rob, everybody. Uh, so when we start talking about the mantle, and this is a perfect example uh, for me, as the mantle, whatever it is that God has placed on my life, I've been sharing my job is to come here. For you, we Did have to, we have we to study things? and to prepare and deliver the word to no, bring it down so that you can digest it. Hello, it's, it's so that you can grow from it, so that you can apply it to your lives, your lives. Amen. Uh, if the word cannot be applied to your life, my question is, then it becomes not But I do mean, no, know the word is powerful and, the, and and the word is necessary. In fact, I don't know how anyone survives without it today because the word does work. I think and ask different. me how I know my work, and it works no, in my life, and if it works music. in mine if you work in yours, music amen. Does not respect that person. So, Elijah, and this single he woman, put put more more know Elijah was a prophet of God,
1: and Elijah put, found the place that
0: uh, I mean, he's near uh, the end of burst his life. Mm-hmm. Well, and by no means, I don't think I'm going anywhere anytime soon. But, uh, time it's like you to do it grow. one at a time. I said hello if our but children did not grow year after year, to to year we would immediately take them to the doctor and say to something to do. Right? I think of my it's grandson. Uh, for a long time, my, my grandson much short. Oh, wow. And uh, even his baby sister... Grew up, was uh, growing up taller than him for a period of time. And uh, my, my daughter, you know, she went and had him checked out to, to the doctor. And out uh, nothing was wrong with him. It's just the nature of his, his genes and how they were really working. was nothing wrong with him. His was maybe just <laughs> the at the lower point. end of the percentile of the height, on well, the height set. But physically and mentally and everything else, Everything was intact. So that was good news because today I gotta look up at him. Right? Because all of a sudden somewhere down the line he took off. Okay? She kept feeding him, she kept treating him appropriately like a mother should do and giving him the things necessary for his life. And it would just happen in a different Season That's just, I of his life. Somebody close. say amen. Um, so all help all that that means it's not too late for something. some of you. Some of you that believe there was too late, it's not. It's a it's different, different season for you to grow up. Don't don't let anybody keep you down and keep you back because this thing is for everybody. This word is for everybody. Is for everybody. Okay? Everything that God has created, He expects to grow. Let's see, I sang six minutes. Everything.
1: I tell everybody. I remember.
0: Uh, I think I was 9.7 pounds uh, when I was born. Woo! Well, Woo! there's a big difference in that now. <laughs> and, and what happened? I didn't create a new person. It grew. Everything in the kingdom of God and everything that God created, He expects to grow. There's an expectation. So I don't think it's any different for the church, and spiritually, where well, God something loves us. I, I, I actually Campbell believe the key writers. to where we need to be at in this day and age, is that as we grow spiritually with him, to be who we call us to be, and He's provided leaders to do that, and so it's so important to be in a ministry, and that ministry that has integrity, and that will walk with you to help you to grow to be who God wants you to be. Now here's what I love about what God has done to me. He has given me, I need y'all to know something about me. I'm the youngest of four siblings. And uh, when I was growing up, my brothers and sisters, by the time they were teenagers, and they worked and they, they did things for me and they took care of me and they made sure everything was there for me. Mom, everybody. I was so selfish and so spoiled. I was the kind of kid that at Christmas time, I could have 25 gifts under the tree. In fact, just about all of them had my name on them. Everybody bought me something. And I didn't buy nobody anything. And Once I would open up no 25 gifts. And then I would get done at the 25th so gifts and charge. say, yes. Is that all? Like somebody owed me something. I'm telling y'all who I was. Okay? So this, this, I mean, you forget to man. This right. <laughs> That's what you would want to say. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, and, and, and I grew up that way with an expectation that life was about me. Um, you know, for, for a period of time. And then it, it somewhere along the line, I guess maybe my teen years, I realized it wasn't about me, especially when I became playing start playing football. You know, I had to be on a team. And uh, I wasn't the only one out there. It was a whole bunch of us, and so we had to have the right attitude, especially if I wanted them, I would have run it back. If I wanted them to block for well, me, we, I needed to make sure that <laughs> uh, I, I, I had favor with the line, <laughs> you know. So it worked out and worked learning how to work together with the team. But I want to say, so that's what this is all about now. So this is about a team effort for where God wants to take us and what He wants to do in our lives. And so I want to help the church go up. Well. And when I see here, I'm to take a walk in the story. To show you what God is trying to do. In your lives. Amen. So let's go to Hebrews chapter 1. I'm sorry. Hebrews 12. Verse 1. And I'm going to just finish there. And I'm going to go into my message. From there. It says. It says. Therefore. Since we are surrounded by such great cloud of witnesses, Let us throw off. Everything that hinders us. And the sin that is so easily entangles us. And let us run with perseverance. The race marked out, out for us. Okay, okay. Somebody say amen. So no, what no, am no. I saying? So I'm going to go back to 1st uh, Kings. Uh, and actually 2nd Kings. And we're going to go to 2nd Kings. The 2nd chapter. And there I'm going to show y'all what Elijah was doing. And Elijah was doing with Elijah. And in that process we will see here. In his move, and you'll see what's going on. And I think it's significant to ministry today. I think that you need to understand and understanding your relationship with the church, your relationship with God, your relationship with the pastor, your relationship with leadership. Okay, Elisha. Elisha understood what that meant. He had chosen him to be his successor. That he was going to take everything. That, was, that had been given to him. He was going back to back. share, teach, and train. And it was up to Elisha. Like Elisha, Elisha. To get it and to use it. He in the back. Faith without he words is dead. So it was up to him. But he realizes this. And I want to share something. Oh, something very significant happens here. Um, before we go into that. He's, he's, he's plowing. And he has 12 oxen. Let me share with That's you. What if you have one, yeah. in that day of age, you were doing something. I'm just waiting for him to He run. got 12 because then that tells me that his family was wealthy. There's some significant keys to this. And you said, well, what's that have to do with anything? Well, I just want to share with you money wasn't a distraction. Oh, somebody will get that in Nothing was a distraction from keeping him from being who God had called him to be and doing what God had called him to do. In other words, he understood what it was. So, with the 12 year old oxen, he was plowing on his father's field and he was doing his work, right? Because that, that's what it required. And so, once the cloak came on, he said, well, Listen, I got to go kiss my mother and father good luck. But on his way back, he took the twelve oxen that he had. Which had one you did, the back that was in a yoke. Valley. And yoke controlled them, he died them, right? And he killed them. And he took what he killed and he cooked it. And he gave it to the people. Somebody said the people. In other words, he took what he had and he shared with people. And he gave them, and he fed them, and is feeding them. He went back and I told me something that his father and mother trusted him, and he shared with them, I believe he gave him a kiss, and this is me paraphrasing this because it doesn't tell you in the rest of the story, bright. that he gave his father and mother a kiss Said, mom and dad, God has me with me, and uh, y'all won't see me anymore. I'm going on to do the work of the Lord. And uh, I believe they gave him this blessing, and they, he, he left. But he did an honorable thing, he fed the people. Before he left, but even now, I want to tell you something. He took the very thing that he was doing, that kept him there, and killed him. Somebody will get that in a minute, there. because there's some things that are holding people up from going to do. We thought it was them to broken? do, but they keep working that thing. Mm-hmm. And as long as you keep working that thing, yeah, it will do what it's to designed you. to do. It. But it's not what God called you to do. Not in this season. So when the season changes, they still plowed and producing and the, 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 the harvest or whatever it is, they still will do that. But it's after you to do. You have to make a decision. Uh, there were some things that I was doing in my life my early part of my life that I had to change. And I told you all about how I love, but that's not how I am today. Today, I love helping people. I get a joy out seeing people tap into their gift, their calling and respond to it. Now that makes me happy. And that's something. When others were doing well, things. In, there, to get themselves to a place. I, I can do I that. I and here. just by being I mean, the, talking. Instead of just scriptures up there. people get what they need. And watch their lives expand. Brings me the joy of the Lord. Amen. 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 So when I used to be concerned about me. Now I want to see others flourish. Hello. Now, so I have a heart for you, as Elijah you had a heart for Elisha. Well, that's right thing. Right. So you watch what happens. Go to 2 Kings. So in Second me. Kings, yeah. the second chapter. I can move it up. You will see. The second, and then I'll be able the second, to second, take this second, message. second chapter. you. Amen. Oh, In Second Kings, second I'm chapter. Sorry. It says, the when the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in the whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were there on their way to Gilgal. Elijah and Elisha, and he to stay here, he said. The Lord has sent me to Bethel. Enter. But Elisha said unto, to, to, and he's talking to Elijah, he said, Surely as the Lord lives and you so, live, I will not leave you. He's making a declaration and a statement that no matter what goes on and what is gone on, and wherever you've got to go, I'm going to be able to go and go with you. I'm not not leaving. Uh, So if you're going to Bethel, I'm going to go to Bethel. Okay? Uh, So when you go, I go. And so he says that statement. And then verse 2. Elijah says to Elijah, stay here. And the Lord has sent you to Bethel. And Elijah says, surely as the Lord lives. Live, and as you live, I will not leave you. So he went down to Bethel. The company of prophets of Bethel came out to see Elijah and asked. They said this to Elijah. Do you know? They said, do you know the Lord is going to take your master from you today? He knows something is getting ready to happen. Let Let me make this important to you because, see, this is what happens. We struggle with change. And we struggle okay. with the loss of something. And he says to so, him, do you know, are you but aware what you're that the Lord is going to take your, your master, your leader? And he said, I know. And he says to him, so Elijah was tuned to what was going on. So, and he said, so as they, well, they, they had no gone through, Bethel, the a company of come out and said that to him.
1: And he said, uh, uh, yes, okay, I know, okay, okay, Elijah,
0: okay. but, but you. do not speak of it. And then Elijah said to him, stay here, Elijah. The Lord has sent me to Jericho. So he's going to different places, and I'm going to tell you the significance of that in a minute. And one of the things is, when you keep changing up something, and you're here, and now you're going there, and so he's going to all the places the Lord's telling him to go. Elijah is following Elijah, and I hope you all with me here, because I'm going to make it make sense in a minute. All right? So he said, he said, the company of prophets of Bethel, uh, verse, verse 4. Then Elijah said, need, "Elijah said, the Lord sent me to Jericho. And he replied, as surely as the Lord liveth, and you live, I will not leave you. So he went to Jericho, also went in. Right? The company of prophets at Jericho came out to Elijah and asked him, do you know? They said the same thing. they he's going to take your master from you today. So he's going all of the strongholds and places and he's meeting the prophets that the Lord has there and listen they up. themselves already he's know that he is you know, going up the to the cap, return so. to them again. And they're asking his assistant, the, the one he has put his mantle on, are you aware listen, that he's not going to come back? No, right. And Elijah's clear of what happened. Oh, he's perfect. saying, listen, yo, don't speak up. Let's just I'm let, let the done Lord done. do what he needs to do. I'll need to hear that from you. Alright? I'm paraphrasing. So listen, he said, yes, I know, He replied, but do not speak of it. And then Elijah said to him, stay here. The Lord has sent me to Jordan. And he replied, as surely as the Lord liveth and you liveth, I will not leave you. So the two men walked on. And so as they're walking on, they had now gone from Bethel to Jericho and from Jericho to Jordan. All of this, by the way, and they don't have an automobile. But this is the thing they're doing that they believe God is calling them and he's following him. But listen to this. I want you to know that God has sent you here, and I believe He has. I believe that everybody's here. I've talked to you, and it's not by coincidence. You have, God is doing something, God is doing something significant, not only in this school, but in this church. And it has yet to all take man- and manifest. And it's there, but I need the people to see it. And they need to see what God is showing me. And so I want to be able to explain that, that God is doing something significant. Amen? Amen. So watch this. And so if you stay with me, God will honor your efforts and your submissiveness that you shall achieve your dream and your request. Mm-hmm. In other words, many of you have deep dreams and requests that God has already prepared, that he has shared with a big vision that he has given me, particularly in his vision, that your vision is in. I guarantee you, I can show you. You can tell them all the things that you purpose in your heart, and I'll show you that I can sit down with each person in this building right now and show you that dream or that part of the vision, how it's linked to what, where you are right now. You're not here by accident, it's not a coincidence. Alright? So, listen. So he says, uh, if, uh, and he says, Actually, we remember that the young man had already followed this old anointed man beyond what other individuals and training ministers ever thought. And ever thought. Because The reason the other prophets came out and said, you know, he's going to go, they came to discourage him. And actually, they came to see if they share a negative word, are you going to fall off? Or will you still go where no one else is gone and stay with him as long as he's still alive? Watch this. He says, he says uh, but God has a plan, and there's clearly marked a trail to follow with Him and the attitude of submission. So, I want to talk about you know, your attitude will also affect your altitude, how high you go. Everything that God's going to do, He's going to do through people. He's already done everything that He needed to do. It's now up to people to tap into. His will, His spirit, and so that the will of God be done and be done in your lives, Amen. And so it is also up to me to I can't have a self attitude and think about what I want for me because it's ain't about me. It's about you achieving us collectively achieving what He wants us to do in this region. So I'm convinced that all of you have been sent as a purpose, and you're just like fingers on a hand. All of you have a purpose. God has a plan for your life. And there's things that we can do together that we could now make happen uh, that we couldn't happen if I didn't have all of the fingers. I wouldn't be able to hold a cup if I didn't have the rest of my fingers. It would be very difficult. There's one finger on the hand that I can touch all of. Only one. The other ones I can't do that with. But This one, I can touch every finger with. So uh, that thing I, I call the Apostle finger, and I want to call the lead. Amen. Amen? So watch this. Watch this. The trial of the anointing leads. and this is what I want to share with you. I just shared with my leadership team. I said years ago I would have had uh, issues talking about myself. I would have been afraid to talk about myself. but today I need to tell the people the truth and what I know. And many of y'all on purpose say, I know exactly who I am. Don't know no, I now get up in the morning seeking what I'm supposed to do. That's not what I do anymore. I know who I am. I know what God calls me to do. What a relief. Okay, what a peace. Because I know exactly who I am and what I'm supposed to be doing. I am a servant of the Most High God who is supposed to be serving him. By teaching well, people how great empowering great. them, equipping yes. them to be kingdom centered minded people. We in other words, to take the gifts and talent and center around them. That but they understand they've everything. been empowered and they've been equipped Those with are, what it
1: takes. I'm gonna tell you place all place right so now so you have to
0: what it mind takes mind already. That means. That means. We don't know what we're doing, so you. Yeah. Yeah. You can't come to me and I want you to understand in this ministry. If God calls for something, lower, you don't need. When He called Peter to step out the boat, He just said, "Come." He didn't say, "Peter, hold it. Get a life vest." Peter get some get some water skis. Peter get some balloons. He didn't say none of that. Though he they said, can't be, "Come." They can't lower Peter responded by faith. So faith requires a response. And because of the response, it will supersede whatever it is that it needs to. Y'all not hearing me. He tells him to come, he steps out of the boat, and he walks on water. Y'all know he's defying gravity. He's defying water because it's a living, and water doesn't hold anything. But because God said it, Peter believed it, and then Peter responded to it. He was able to do it. I'm doing Things in my life it. that I've never done before uh-huh. and never had anybody teach me. How done. is that possible? But the part
1: because God good. said
0: it. It's I believed good. it and all I gotta do is do it. Which means there's an anointing. What is the word anointing means? The anointing means a supernatural ability to do what you can't do in the natural, but can be done in the came from the sea. <sighs> Thank you for allowing me to explain that. Now I need to tell know, all, like a something that I've been afraid to say. Um, because people look at yeah. people and they think, yeah. he's self serving He's arrogant. He's you know, conceited. He's right this. We can he's do that. they say it the anyway. They'll say it. At this, this point, i would like, they say to you know, it anyway. They say it anyway. I can't stop saying the things they say. But there's an anointing on my life. I, like to, I said it. And I know it. Right? I mean, if it's going to be a stage, and I'm great sport because, no, but no, it's, for not it's not for me. me. Right. No, be good for That's what I learned. What I else said, else he, he, in, he could have chosen anybody. But he chose me. Oh, he had an anointing on Abraham's life. He had an anointing on Jacob's life. He had an anointing on David's, an David's life. He could have chosen anybody. But he chose that. And as he's chosen me, it is imperative. I respond to him appropriately. So I'm here for the people. I constantly say, this is the place where God's word is the authority and the people are the priority. In fact, I want, I'll say this to you: trust the God in And follow me as I follow Christ. If I'm not following run. Amen. Amen. I can't get no more honest than that. Can't get any more strength than that. But that's how I believe. And I believe that, and I believe God's doing this in this hour because too many people have been following, and too many people have been giving false words. There's too many false prophets that have been out there, there's too many negative words, and people's lives are at stake. Family, church, faith, harvest, God is calling us up out of here. He's calling us to something greater, and if he's calling us to something greater, I need to get that into your spirit, and you need to walk with your head up. I do not care where you've been, what you've done, and what I do care is that you trust and believe God and who he's called you to be in this season. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're getting it. You're getting it. You're getting it. It's in, it's here. And I'm telling you now, that's what I, this is in my spirit. I gotta get this to you you'll understand this in a few minutes because he took them to all those places, right? So the first place he went to, watch this, the first place he went to was Gilgal. Right, so the trail of the anointed leads to Gilgad. But I want you to stay here in Gilgad. And what does the man say? No, this is just a stop on the journey. Amen. Okay. Too many people are stopping and staying in places they shouldn't be keep moving. Gilgal was just a stop on the journey. God needed to see if he can trust him to keep moving. And he was showing some stuff in Gilgath Well, some of y'all been to Gilgath already Why are you still there? Wow Because your pastor's not there Oh, thank you I didn't even understand what I was saying A year ago, but I told y'all I said to the people Anybody who was here with me a year or two ago I said, you will not find me Where I was I will not be there Mentally, physically, or spiritually, Gone. <laughs> Hallelujah, glory to God. Gilgal, listen. Guess what Gilgal means? Restlessness. I need to write this down. Gilgal means restlessness. Rolling stone, a surface, easy, no root system. And I love plants. Plants go down first, establish their root system, and then go up. i got a tree in my backyard, 80 feet tall. And it's got some roots. Huge. And some of them up above the ground now. You can see them. But it's extending its root system out. And it's right next to my house, so, oh, very possible. Possible. I'm very close. to watching it over the um, years don't want to make sure it's uh, safe. Uh, no yeah. root <laughs> system. And but this tree ain't going nowhere for a long time because this roots are the ones up top. Those are some I can see, but it's got an extensive root system even down underneath. Okay, I didn't know you could do that. I went to put a set of steps in and walk up to the backyard. I had to get to one. Of, it had a, a. It was this fat root. And I had to cut out of the way so I get the step. Then I got scared because I'm cutting the root. But I'm glad I did too because it was headed to the house. And this root system moves slowly, but it's so strong it'll bust the wall down. Let me tell you how strong it is to hold an 80 foot tree out. So the root system is in place. And so um, you've got to remember, so you don't want to be in a place where there's no root. In fact, it's obvious you shouldn't say that. Hello? <laughs> Glory to God. Gilgat uh, means root, uh, restlessness, rolling stone surface, easy, no root system. We know a rolling stone never grows lost. Yeah. Why? Because it's movement. It has to be able to be still for a minute to grow something. So the young man has to go beyond the mentality of pleasure and seeking emotional high. The work of God learns uh, that learns that there's a season of floods and droughts. Oh, this is going to help somebody. You need to learn that there's some seasons of floods and droughts. Both of them are destructive. But they come. So the church wants God just to be perfect 24-7. Now he is perfect, but the world we live in is not. Can my people who are called by my name? Trust me, believe me, and know that I called them out of darkness into my mom was like, regardless of a flood came. So let me help y'all here. Pastor Ray got flooded twice and still had a smile on his face because I knew that was it. It took away everything I had, not once but twice. And look at us today. I I tell people all the time, these really have to be. So I know floods and droughts will come. So I want you to be prepared. There's going to be some good days. There's going to be some bad days. But what He said about you is still true, and it's coming to pass as long as you keep moving. As long as you believe and do what you've been called to do, it will come to pass. I'm watching something I believe for 23 years ago come to pass now, and I got to tell you something. No, not I scared myself because I start speaking some things that God said, and literally I start. It wasn't taking 23 years. Some of them was happening right then and there. People were looking at me like, "Who is this guy?" I said it and then it happened. Right? Who buys furniture? Before they had it, be a building, I saw the I saw deal <laughs> it had to be a deal for me fifty thousand dollars worth of furniture, school desks and chairs. Four months before we signed it, we, well, we signed the deal on on the, on the building. My staff looked at me and said, "You've got a spending problem." something wrong with you? <laughs> I said, no, Dr. Parents." Oh, they didn't hear they, I said, no. I said, Dr. Parents." Know In February 18th, we signed a deal on the building. I said, uh, it's a big building. i going to need a lot of equipment. Guess what? We already got it. <laughs> he already sent it. I'm like, unbelievable. It was already here. I'm going to share with you. Why? Wow, I believe what God said. And I did what He said. I saw He said the deal. He told those people to sell it for that price. To me. I, nobody else got it. I'm not, you know, got it. These are not accidents. You can think that all you want. But I'm telling you, so follow me. So what happened I didn't get stuck at Gilgad. Because at Gilgad, I would have said it already happened to me, and I don't need that. you hear me? At Gilgad, you saw something. But it wasn't yours. Oh, let me go there. You will you okay but it wasn't yours. And then you said, "Well, I don't need it because it doesn't fit. Where am I going to put it? If you got vision, you'll see where you're going to put it. Watch this. Watch this. So as you leave there, he said, uh, "You got. You can't get stuck on the emotional highs. The work of God learns that, that there are all seasons, floods and droughts. That God is still in rule." Young men, young men are going to leave Gilgad and don't look back. There's no need to look back. So guess what? We'll get to the second place that they had to go to. So the second place that the trail I was going to take you with the anointing, it leads you to Bethel. Bethel, guess what Bethel means? Bethel means the house of God. So the house of God, you say, well, then that's a the place where we want to be. And so the altar of the most high, but you need to go there for a moment, because you can't stay there. But you need to go to the altar. So listen to this. Bethel is buried. You bury yourself in the word of God. Who's believing God for something? You need something. You believe in for you, This is a season right now. The time to bury yourself in the word. Because the stop of Bethel is to get the word on it. And as long as you got the word on it, it's on his way. Your answer to everything, your answer to your prayer, your answer to your life is in the word. Pastor Ray doesn't have an answer to your life. The answer to your life is in the word of God. And here's what God wants you to say: "Call hide and seek." He says, "Seek me, and I'll be found." Now, here's what I want y'all to know: God is just like me uh, when I was a little kid, and I would play hide and seek. I would play hide and seek, and then I would hide real good, and they couldn't find me, right? So when you hide real good, and I was little, I could get in places where I'm uh, a whole lot little than I am today. <laughs> I could get in places where nobody else could get to, right? But in getting there. And after a while, they didn't find me. So you can, you know, hide seek a little boring. After that, if you don't get found, right? So I would call. (laughs) I would make a noise. I do something so they hear me, and then they say, "I know where he's at now." So that's God. He says, seek me and I will be found. In other words, that he knows that your presence is built to be seeking him. He's going to show up and make his presence known unto you. He wants you to find him. But he needs to know you're seeking him. He, he said, knock. And the door will be open. I just believe it's like this. I believe he got one of them smart house. <laughs> he hit the button, and the door opened up. And you your job is to just walk through. But now you've got access. Right? This guy looks so yeah. So Bethel, Bethel, this is all important. Y'all get this? So you can see, Elijah is taking Elijah on a walk. The reason he's taking him on a walk is because the journey is trying to get him to play. I need to tell y'all something. Every time I come and stand before you, I'm taking you on a walk because I'm trying to get you to some place. There's a place and a point that God wants us as a people, so you can do this because you're supposed to be doing this into other people's lives. No, you don't have to be me. That's not what He's calling you to. But if you'll just be you, Amen. and kill somebody. <laughs> so here we are. Here we are. They, they, he's in Bethel, and listen, Bethel, marry yourself work listening and learning, realizing the path must not be bypassed God's house. You can't do this thing passing God's house. God I hear on, Everything that has happened in my life is happening because of God. I cannot exclude him I think I got it figured out. It is in his word that I must stay. And when I even give answers to it is in his work that I must share Watch this Many young people think they can bypass faithfulness. Oh They want to be students at, at Nintendo and then return turn to yoga In other words, you know, Nintendo you sit there and you play it. You play it long enough you start to learn to move, right? But no real investment in study But God wants you to take and now spend some time in his Word with him for you let me share with you. He's not calling you to be a theologian. At least I don't think so. But he is calling you to spend time with him to study his work. Okay. There will be some of you that are called to go a little further. Okay, and you go a little deeper. Okay. You'll know the difference. Okay. I, I will assure you that. But watch this. He said, "Don't tell me you want to be a missionary on 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 the other land, and when your own pastor cannot count on you." To be can't tell me you want to do something, and then here at the church, your own church, you do you do nothing. Wow. Hello. Faith without works today. I, I know we would like to just come to church and not have to do nothing, but I believe God has need of you. Yeah. But he shared with everybody who's here. It's important that who you are and who God has called you to be that you share with others. Because um you know Brother Butch. They they remember you when? You, they remember when? You gotta ask but do you know me now? See? Uh they they remember on Sunday, you know, the Steelers came on. You can't you would never find him at church. And he had to make a decision. I like the Steelers, but they can't do what God can do for me. So I'm, the Steelers will be there never better still. I'll DDR. I'll come back and see them later. And but I'm gonna go where God is today. It's so important because see that's the you know we gotta get there and our, and our own spirit said you know I'm gonna move out of that place where I used to be but I'm going where God is and I wanna be committed to those things that God has called me to, right? So he's so and, and if I've also I got participate in my church and support. And reason I said Brother it. Bush, he saw me getting out of the car it's today it. with a box and my briefcase and something else. And you know what he did? He made, went back around the door, came out there, and helped me. That God's gonna honor him for doing that. I thanked him, but listen, he got a bigger reward coming from God. Just a simple commitment. He can say, that we'll have to get the box so. <laughs> <laughs> He'd <be a> <laughs> He's younger than me, or whatever. You know, but Anyway, listen. The third place. Well, get this here to the third place. The, 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 the third anointing trail will, will take you through. Guess what he went through? Jericho. Guess what? So now Jericho. Now I was I was impressed with the meaning of Jericho because Jericho, the city, is the most fortified city we ever hear about in the Bible, right? But Jericho, in this instance, where they went to, means sweet fragrance. And all I start thinking about did, but was the yeah. holiness of holy. I start thinking about that if I just it's left Chapel, that was like going into the, the uh, holy place, and I was in the second place there, where the candle lights were and the bread, the show bread, and i was spending some time with God because so me and God, right, is me and God in that presence, but. Right before the holies of holies is the altar of incense, and when the incense go up, the sweet smelling fragrance in that place is all God. Everything in there is just God. There's it, nothing for you to do but listen. God's glory and, and in it You know what I mean. So here, here I start thinking of that. So Jericho. Now the third place is that we're meaning sweet fragrance. Listen, praise, worship. So it's a place where I can praise God And I can worship Him And be thankful, you know, and honoring Him You know, just God If you could have chosen anybody, but you chose me Thank you, Lord God, I promise I won't let you down I'm going to continue to work with what you call me to do God, if it doesn't matter where you send me And where I have to go, I'm going to do it Right, so he said He said, listen This God can never be found By complaining and fault-finding Oh. You can't be complaining and fault finding. Right. Everybody has faults. Everybody has failures. But if you're focusing on them, you will not focus on God's glory. God's glory is just a place to praise and worship Him. There is no fault in God. There is no failure in God. Oh, no, people said, what is failed on the earth is because of man, not God. So there is no failure in God. And so, here's a place where we worship. So, Jericho, has sweet fragrance, and that's what you did at the Holies of Holies. There had to be a worship that was going on before you could go through the next step. And that's what the altar of incense meant, the sweet-smelling fragrance, because when you get in the presence of God, you can't go in there without no on. Oh, the priest wouldn't even sweat. If they sweat... Going in deep they couldn't even sweat. So listen, listen, Jericho, Jericho, God's people will always be known as children. They appear, they they appear to refuse to grow up, and this is what I'm talking. I came in and said, "The church, it's time for us to grow up. We are God's children, But we can be God's children growing up." To help the other children. So, remember, I told you I was the youngest and fourth siblings? All my brothers and sisters helped me. All of them gave me. All of them contributed to my life. If they never heard it, they can hear it today. If you want, I'm thankful for all of you and all that you did. Not just my mother and father, my brothers and sisters poured into my life too. They made me also part of who I am today because of what they did. Now today I'm in a place that's different from all of them. In fact, I've taken a position in my in my house, and I'm the second son, but I've taken my father's position. In other words, so they look to me for leadership, although I'm the youngest. So when the, the very one that they took care of is the one now that's able to give guidance and give back. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. I hear you, Lord. And my father, who was the leader, who cloaked. Is on me. Hello. So we started out with the cloak, but I'm sharing with you. I'm talking about my cloak on you. Church, every one of you. That you would receive that. And everybody in here, I'm pouring into your life to do something, to be something. And particularly the group that's in here right now, every one of y'all are doing something. Okay, have the ability to do something for the church or with me. Everybody. And that's amazing. (laughs) Watch this So God's people always be known as children They appear to refuse to go up We praise anyway The trial of faith cannot always be seen as Or felt We must praise anyway Our faith is I believe God In spite of a flood I believe God in spite of COVID I believe God In spite of a drought
1: I believe God in spite of
0: losing everything, life. What I never lost was him. And because I didn't lose him, he added back into my life. Let me share with y'all. Things are byproducts. Do not pursue things. Pursue God and things will come. Some of y'all need us some stuff right now. Pursue God and the stuff will come. Jericho. Jericho. We find a beautiful path of praise. We visit there occasionally, but we learn God's inhabitant inhabits the praise. In other words, God inhabits the praise. He takes them in. You don't have to stay there either. Just continue visiting occasionally. He takes them in, and he receives it, and he continues to 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 to, to, to base up, to, to continue to move off of it because you did it. Praise is important, and Bible us that he inhabits the praises of the people. Amen. So he looks forward to it. But I got to get this here. We got to finish this, right? I, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I got 10 minutes. I got 10 minutes to close this out. The last season to be learned is the last place they visited. The last place they visited was a place called Joy. Yeah. Y'all are really going to be amazed at what Joy means. Because we all need to visit Jordan. George is significant. In fact, Elijah can't go himself, oh, as anointed as he is. He can't go until he goes to this place. Elisha can't move on until he goes to this place. Listen to this one can't end, and the other one can't begin unless it go to this place. The Jordan means a place of death, self surrender yeah. a place where you surrender it all to God. Yeah, There's no longer me, and it's all you've done. I tell people all the time, yes, he's allowed me to sign my name on some stuff. My name is signed to a lot of stuff, right? But it's just my name. It all belongs to God. Everything I have belongs to. I am not an owner. I am a servant. Hear me. I don't own anything. I am a servant of the most high God who has the ability to sign on his behalf. Mm. Hello, some of y'all will get that. You'll give up this, this is my stuff. Me, you know, act like a little kid. You just get your little stuff and run, and that's all you'll have. Because you see claim it, I own it. I own nothing. So I'm good. Yo, Jordan, a place of death. I had to go here. I left this place. I had to die. I had to die to Dougie Fresh. And let Fresh alive. <laughs> okay. I I, I had to let Dougie Fresh die. Okay, because he could go on this journey. Right? So listen to this. This the joy is the self-surrendance. Quit chasing the trophies and the applause. Oh let me tell you my love, love so much now. I can care less whether my name or anybody else's name but that's it for that's a green. Then it my name, be the nation. I can care less whether I'm on the one speaking on TV or anything else. It doesn't matter. But I'm really looking forward to raising up an army for the people of God that they would be able voices, to speak for the kingdom of God. And so that's what I get now. So I'm looking, I, I've been spending the last three years. Uh, my leadership team you knows that that I've been looking for successors. Right? So that I can pass on what God's called me to do. And let me share with you. I think I found them, right? And I've chosen them. And, and now it's my life, my job to pour into them to become who God's going to need them to be. So can I tell you something? Do they have everything they need necessary uh, if you look at them today? No. But they will have it when the time comes. And I'm going to show you also Elijah, I, I didn't finish the story, when he's now with Elijah. And when he visits Jordan, And the Jordan is also where the Jordan River is. Y'all remember that place? That's where Jesus got baptized at. Y'all remember that, right? This is the same Jordan. I need y'all to know something about the Jordan. The Jordan was a dirty place, the river. Because they did it, they used it, it was a bathroom. What? Yeah. This very place that Jesus got baptized in. What? Come on now. Was a dirty place, but he went down for you and I. But great God I had it instead. Hallelujah. He rose up out of like he rose early on a Sunday morning. He got a bottle of that place was what the dirt could keep up that glory to God. I need the joy, the Elijah and Elisha show up at the joy. Y'all remember he put his cloak on him earlier, which let him know that he was passing. He now gets him to a place, and he asked him a, a question. He said, Elijah, you have followed me to all these places. You have gone where i have gone. You have done what I did. You have been with me, and you did what saved me. Where nobody else came, you were there. And he said, I need to ask you something what will you require or what do you desire of me? Elijah asked him and said, you know what I want? I want a double portion of what you have. He looks back at him and he says, man, that's a hard thing. He said, that's going to be a little difficult. He said, but if you see me, Y'all, many of y'all don't understand what this word "see" means. He said, "If you see me when I'm taken up, then you will see and be a part of what it is that you'll get. You'll be able to get the double portion. In other words, see me. See me means to receive him as his father, and he understood that he's his father, and that all that he had in his life." he desired, and he desired for him to God, So he's seeing him because he connected with him. Elijah takes off his cloak, balls it up, and swish-washes it on the Jordan. And the Jordan parts. And him and Elijah walk across on dry ground. It is the last miracle that Elijah will ever perform. Because when he gets on the other side, when he gets to the place where God wants to meet him, he is had that place, God knows that he has surrendered. He has given his life, he has given everything over. He's there. God receives him as he comes on to the other side. And lo and behold, now you remember, Elijah followed him across. when he follows the cross, he sees and knows the chariot of fire is coming down. It's visible to both of them. They see it. By the way, the prophets or others are standing on the other side. They can see it. This was something that was visible to everybody that was in the area. They know that Elijah has walked. Didn't he hear go, come take a walk with me?
1: Elijah could
0: only walk with God by faith. Because God had to take him to some places he didn't want to be. Y'all remember he didn't want to be coming up against Jezebel and, and her prophets, but he did. And then he went and got suicidal and set by the set by the, the river and, and, and ready. God just killed me. And God said, No, I'm not going to do that. And he said, I'm the only one that surprised nah, let you get out of that pity party, you are not the only one. I got 7,000 in the cave, preparing to be who you are. He said, I got many more. So when you start thinking it's only you, there's a whole lot more that's doing what you're doing. So he tells him, he says, listen, and by the way, y'all know miracles happen there. Ravens are birds that steal food. Well, they brought him food. So y'all know that that's a miracle. That, that's the opposite. They eat, they, 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 they brought it. Right. But in this whole process he strikes the door It parts. Him and Elisha walk across on dry land. The chariot of fire is coming down, preparing for him to come there. And so, so he said to him, he asked him on the other side, because it's important. He asked him what he wanted on the other side. But he said to the people of the he asked him what he wanted on the other side. you don't got to stop thinking about when you get there. He asked him what he wanted on the other side. You've got to stay focused on what it is you call God and what he called you to do. Not when you get there, but already you've already spoken about it. The chariot of fire picks Elijah up and starts to take him up. Elijah stayed fixed on Elijah. He starts to cry and he knows that he's going to lose his father today. And he says father, father, you're going to be gone for me today. And as he's going up and he says, Father, Father, his cloak comes out of the chariot of fire. Floating down. I can mean, just see it mystically, magically through the airway. It's coming down. There's a the chariot of fire. It's yeah. about 100 feet up and is on his way. You know, uh, and it's just doing his thing. And the cloak comes down. And he receives it again. He caught it. He saw it. He watched it. He declared, This is my father. What I've walked with you and watched you do all these years and what you've done now. And he said, He asked for a double portion. Remember the last miracle that Elijah did was smoke the water and it parted. Well, you gotta remember, once they got across, he came back. Elijah has to look at it. He gotta go back this way. He looks at it. The cloak is on him now. He takes the cloak off and he does what his father did. And he says, and the water parts and he walks across. Oh God, thank you God. Thank you God. So the very last thing that his father did is the very first thing that he does. So he's operating under the anointing, and an anointing in his life that God has followed. Now I don't believe. You have someone else's anointing because God will give you an anointing for you. Yeah. Just like you got a, a fingerprint. Yeah. So, just as you got a fingerprint, He'll give you an anointing that will fit you. It may be similar in some of the attributes, but it's your anointing. Hello? And I'm telling you, so I'm saying to the church, I'm looking for the church grow up because there's an anointing that's being a release on your life. Because there's an anointing on my life that I'm releasing into the church's life because I need you to be in power. I'm trying to think of all the words we thought of in power and quick. That's what we do in Harvest Christian Gathering. What we do in Harvest at Faith Harvest as well. Everywhere I go, that is what I do. That's it. So I'm clear on that. So, but people have to walk in, they're empowerment. So, Pastor Bruce is a, is a good example. Pastor Robin, all of us, all of leaders here are good examples. But he said to me, You're the only guy that saw in me my gift. Well, I got the answer for the question, but he knows it too as well today. That yeah, because God showed me because I'm the one that was upon the father him and release him into that. So he put him us and I saw him eating and I wasn't afraid to push him forward to do what he called to do. I can say the same thing. I met Rob 17 years ago. Here's a kid I meet from New York. And I'm thinking, don't know him from a can of paint. The first day I meet him and I say to the guy, hey, if you allow me to do what God called me to do, to pour into your life, i will trying to figure out how the world that I really did that come from. I actually again, I didn't even know Me, I was. That's not how I thought. <laughs> and I said, if you allow me to pour into your life and do whatever I'm supposed to, then we'll watch what God's going to do. Well, that's 18, 17, 18 years later. Look what God's doing. Amen. I want to share with all of you before I close, and I'm going to close here. That if you allow me to pour into your life, hmm. and to do what it is God called me to do in your life, it's not an a coincidence to hear. And I'm saying, but if you'll allow me to, God in me to pour in, I guarantee you there's a thing you can believe in God to be fulfilled. You'll see them come to the pass. I believe that. As long as I'm glad I'm, I'm to meet I have a good place in your life that I believe God wants to do something different. It has changed. You remember the past. Well, he would he, he, he not. See, remember your past. For him, it's far from the east and west. He's not dwelling in the past. He's dwelling in the future. You've got to be in a place that's not afraid of you, that, that not afraid of your past, but is not afraid of your future. Hmm. See, that's it. So I have no problem with any of you being greater and better than me. I want my children to be there. Right now, I tell people all the time, I got a son, my older son, much smarter than me. Much doing things at forty than to be even sixty. Okay, but that's what you want. Okay, we had a daughter at twenty-three um, that's coming out the gate doing stuff. that took us years to get. You. She didn't know. She didn't have a clue <laughs> the value of it. But I'm just saying, what she makes is what, we we we, we didn't make 20, 30 years later. She did it coming out the door, based on the career she chose, and the, the study of pathway that she went. I mean, amazing. And she chose it. So I'm just saying, we, we're seeing the hand of God. We're seeing the hand of God. I'm sharing sure, with you. This isn't for my family. Oh, he said, yes it is. Y'all my family. Let me, let me clarify that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're my family. It's for you too. And remember, we were always referred to as children. And, but it's time for the children to grow up. And that's what I want and desiring out of church. So I'm, I'm desiring that as, as a leader, that I would lead and walk worthy before you, just showing you ways to go. I want to see ministries flourish and grow. Okay? I want to see people walk. Um I, I can share walk through this whole school. I'm we'd be here all night. Uh if I said pick all y'all up and told you what I believe God is sharing in your lives. Every one of you, and it's all positive. Because that's that's the nature of God. This is about this isn't about the adversary. This is about God. And the goals in which He's planned and called and the places He wants to take you in your lives. Okay. Now, all of us have been assigned an adversary. I need y'all to know something. He's real. He can't stop you, dog. No. He does not have the power to stop you. You only have the power to stop yourself. He does not have enough power, so you don't need to know. As much as God has allowed him, he still has given us the power to overtake you. You can only do that. So, if you'll stay focused, keep your hand on. Remember the places we visit. Go to Bethel for prayer. Okay. Stop from Gilgal. Don't make a home. Keep getting up. Right? Get to Jericho. You know, you stop there to do a little worship. Get the joy to go and get to that place where I'm totally surrendered. God, I'm all yours. Amen. And I got to tell you, when I finally got to a place I surrendered, that's when I was able to start talking about who I was. I found out, I discovered. Who I was because he talked to me and he met me that night because I was like, I'm done. You know what? I ain't nothing else I can do but trust you. You know what? I've been wanting this. I've been wanting that. None of that stuff now. I did some stuff too. Let me share with y'all. So most people get an opportunity. I, you, I, I, I got some things that I thought I wanted. I got them. And they meant absolutely nothing to me after a period of time. i thought, Now I understand they're worthless. They, they will trust them all. They, but have God, he's new to me every day. He's loving every day. Glory to God. Every time I see him before, I thank you. I'm you. And I tell you, you know my story is. My dad went to sleep and I woke up. So I'm right. sure every time. Let me share with y'all. Brother, share with me last week. He said the pastor shared something. Y'all know miracles happen every day? Every one of y'all had a miracle happen today. That's right. Uh, That's right. Everyone y'all had a miracle happy That's right. Y'all got up? You woke up. What did you wake up? And then you make the other person. But there's a whole lot of people that didn't wake up. That's right, Pastor. But you woke up. And the reason you woke up is God still got his hand on your life and you still got work for you to do. That's right, Pastor. Remember, you don't have to time, he doesn't. So in other words, he still gave you time to complete the mission. That's right, Pastor. Let's get busy and do what God calls us to do. Let's get on, let's get busy and start walking in our calling and start walking in our day. Let's get busy, trusting and believing God. Amen. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap to play. And praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God glory to God, we're going to get to that place where we trust and believe we're going to walk with God, talk with God and um, I believe he's doing that in this hour. and um, down in my heart to share with you guys today is that we're going through some places, we've been through some places and even you have gone through some things in your personal life I want to tell you that at what point are you going to put your trust and beliefs in God Believe me. Albert, I heard you say something yesterday. And, and, and I don't know who this is for. But you said, God didn't send your husband until you dealt with some stuff with you. Okay. And then he sent your husband. Well, praise the Lord. And he sent you a good one. Okay. But, uh, I, 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 I said, that there's some things God wants to deal with with us. Some of us, whatever that is, when we we'll put it on the table, we'll put it on the altar, everybody said, all over the altar. Right now, I'm just hearing my spirit. Just that place of coming to the door, the place of surrender. But there's some things in my life that I need to place on the altar.